trying to fuck with Hollywood code. I'm with Marla G, bro. Flying Holly Grove chicks to my Hollywood shows. And I want to tell you something that you probably should know. This that slum dog, millionaire Bollywood flow. And uh, my real friends never hearing from me. Fake friends write the wrong answers on the mirror for me. That's why I pick and choose. I don't get shit confused. I got a small circle. I'm not with different crews. We walk the same path, but got on different shoes. Live in the same building, but we got different views. I got a couple cars I never get to use. Don't like my women single. I like my chicks in twos. And these days, all the girls is down the road. I hit the strip club and all them bitches find a pole. Plus, I've been sipping, so this shit is moving kind of slow. Just tell my girl to tell a friend that it's time to go. What is up, everyone? Yo, welcome, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Real Effing Talk. What's good? What's good? What's up, bro? How are you? Bro, chilling. I'm a little confused today. I don't know why. Why, bro? I don't know. The mouse was over there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we're going to continue everything as normal. Today, we have a good episode for you guys. Um, episode four. Season three. Season three, episode four. Right today we're gonna to be talking about money and budgeting. Oh yeah, my two well one favorite thing money <laughs> money. <laughs> I don't know about budgeting too well. I mean everyone loves money, but everyone loves keeping their money, right? Yeah, and spending it and spending it. But I, I like spending it. I mean we all love spending it on the right things. On the right things, the it right has thing. to be on the right things. So that's <laughs> that's the whole main purpose of today's episode in order to talk a little bit about budgeting how we budget the different types of budgets right yes, and um what you need to do in order to reach your financial goals because everyone makes money everyone um you know wants to keep as much as money as they can in order to you know buy that house that they want that car that they want you know that vacation that they want to go on I agree, bro. I agree. And truthfully, budgeting is really important. Like you said, if you want to buy a house, you want to buy a car, that yacht, etc. If you're not smart with your money, I, it's, it's going to be very difficult to get any of those things that we just said. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But before we get into budgeting, I want to talk a little bit about uh, taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So as everyone knows, tax season just ended, right? Unless you filed for an extension, you still have more time to file your taxes. Um, but I just want to give a shout out to everyone that hit me up to do their taxes. Um, if you don't know, I am a tax professional. Um, you know, I went through the proper uh, stages in order <laughs> to know, you know, everything that I know when it comes to taxes. Um, I did a lot of a lot of my clients taxes, I helped them, you know, not only get a large refund, but also save money on taxes. I actually had um, uh, this this chick that I know, she mm-hmm. she reached out um, because her boyfriend went to someone to do their taxes and he had to pay, you know, a, a, a good amount of money. OK, was it like right? a business tax? It was. Well, he, he does Uber. So like a business. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a 1099. And um, he does Uber. So if you don't know when you do Uber or when you have your own business, then you then you're, there's no taxes withheld from the money that you're getting paid. True. Right? There's no taxes withheld from the money that you're getting paid. So you're literally a business owner Mm -hmm. and you're getting all of your money. Yep. Right? Now, the bad thing to that is that when it comes uh, time for taxes, Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. then you have to pay what what is owed. True. You know, you have to pay what is owed. I have a question with taxes, and now that we're talking about that, if I didn't make a certain amount of money, do I have to, like, do my taxes for it? So, like, if I didn't make more than, like, I think it was, like, $10,000, then you don't have to report it? Right. Is that, is that really, is that something that's true? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to report it, but it's, it's always good to report it just because of the fact that if you apply for, you know, anything... Mm-hmm. Right, they're gonna ask you for your for your income tax, proof of, proof of income, yeah, yeah, proof of income, and that's usually through your income tax. They want to mm-hmm. see, you know, how much money you made. You know, usually, you know, not a lot of people are making under ten thousand dollars unless they're like ten ninety nine, yeah, um, uh, non employee compensation. But other than that, most people make a good amount of money. So, with that being said, everyone should be filing their taxes because of the fact that usually. And this is most common when you buy a property, mm-hmm. right? So when you want to buy a house, whether it's for, you know, your main house or an investment property, the bank is going to ask you for your tax return. Yeah. They got, like you said, proof, proof of income. Right. Proof of income. Okay. So me personally, I always advise everyone to do their taxes just because, you know, they, a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. And when, when the bank, you know, when they decide, okay, you know, I want to take this next step in, in my life. And then the bank hit, hits them with, oh, I need your tax return. Then it's like, oh, crap, I didn't file. Yep, yep, yep. Right. So then now they're they're uh, scrambling in order to, you know, file and then they have to file late and then all of that. So it kind of becomes like a big mission that can easily be avoided just by filing your taxes when you have to file them. Makes sense. Makes sense. I was going to ask you a question about taxes again. OK, yeah, this is the, I completely forgot. Tell I just Let's say, like, you, you skip one year of doing your taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, shit, I forgot. I forgot to do my taxes this year. Um, then next year comes around. And you I, and you I have f- to do both years. And, and I forget again. How much trouble can I get? Um, I wouldn't say you would really get into trouble. As long as it's like a W-2, mm-hmm. you wouldn't really get into trouble, but... At some point, you're gonna have to file all your all your taxes. So somebody could go like 10, it's not, 20 years. No, you can't go that long. <laughs> yeah, no, after no. You. yeah, you can't go that long. But you you definitely need to. You know, you shouldn't wait to file your taxes because even even if you didn't make a lot of money, yep. then then that means that you're missing out on money because the the least amount of money you made, then that means you probably qualify for credits that are gonna give you back a return. Makes sense. Makes right? sense. Which is why a lot of people, when it comes tax time, right, everyone is all happy about, you know, the fact that they're getting a thousand, two thousand dollars. But honestly, if you did not know this, right, if you're getting money back on your taxes, then you don't really make a lot of money. True. That is true. Right? You that don't make true. a lot of money. That is true. Right? When you get to the point that you have to pay money back to the IRS, you're still not making a lot of money. You're still not making a lot of money, <laughs> but but it's it's always better to be at the point where you have to pay them than them uh, returning money to you, right? In order to measure like you know where you are, okay? You know because if you're if you're getting a refund back, then that means that you're not making a lot of money. True. If you have to pay them, then that means that whether it's a little bit or a lot, that means that you're reaching a certain income 
level yeah. where where now you have to give money back, meaning that now you're reaching that threshold where okay, like I'm starting to make money now. Yeah. I, I truthfully thought that 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 number was a lot higher than what it really is, though. When it, yeah, it's I mean, not. Like it's not back, that high. Like paying back taxes when you're doing your taxes. I thought it was way higher. I thought it was like probably over 150k a year or something. No, no, that no. You have to start paying back. Right? You no, know? yeah, it's a lot sooner than that. <laughs> a lot sooner. Yeah, it's a lot sooner than that. And then that's where a lot of people, you know, once once they pass that threshold where they have to pay money back, now that's when everyone starts scrambling and they start calling me and they're saying, "Hey, how can I not pay yep. this money back?" Yeah, right. But then that's when I tell them. At this point, you have to pay it. Oh, yeah. You know, if you would have came to me at the beginning of the year, then I would have told you, hey, you can get an a, um, a uh, HSA, right, which deducts money from your taxes. Which you told me to do. Right, which I told you to do, <laughs> yeah. An HSA or you start a business because then you can deduct the losses from your business onto your personal uh, return. And then that also deducts whatever you have to pay, right? So there's different ways. There's, you know, the tax code is about 700 pages yep. and a big part of the tax code is them telling you how not to pay taxes. I like it. Yeah. If you didn't like know it. that, and if you didn't know that out, uh, guys out there, um, that's, that's a, that's a majority of what the tax code is. The government telling you how to pay as, at as least amount of money as possible back to them. I like right. That. Because they want you to keep money. Okay. Why do you think they want you to keep money? I don't know. You tell me. Because the more money you keep, the more money you're going to spend. True. Right. True. Which means that you're going to keep spend. the you're going to keep the economy, economy. flowing. Yeah. 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 Right. Stimulating the economy. Exactly. You're going to be stimulating the economy. So, just a big shout out to all my clients. Um, a big shout out to everyone that came to me. I know that I helped you guys out. So hopefully, I'll see you guys next year. If you have any any questions about the tax process. If you're starting a business, um, just let me know. I also, you know, I do, I do start businesses. I get your EIN, everything that you need in order to get your business up and running. We do notary business taxes, bookkeeping, um, and you know, personal taxes. So all of that, if you do need any of those services, let me know. Um, I'm also a licensed life insurance agent. Yes, you are. Right? <laughs> yes, you I'm are. I'm also a, li- a, a licensed life insurance agent. So if you need life insurance, don't wait until someone dies, please. <laughs> I'll be too you know? late. Yeah, that would be too late. Um, so hit me up if you need any of those services, and it will be my pleasure to help you guys out. And even if I can't figure it out, then, you know, just like uh, Henry Ford said, I have a multitude of buttons on my desk that I can press and, you know, I will find someone to get the answer for you. Is Henry Ford that old that... I thought he was older than Buttons. The Buttons? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think he said switches, actually. He said it switches. It could be switches. Switches. He, he's a Henry Ford. A Ford right. You know? like, I think it was way before the Buttons. But yeah, yeah switches yeah. is the way it switches, is. Switches, switches. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is budgeting? Budgeting. Yeah, what is um, budgeting, bro? So pretty much budgeting is the process of creating a plan for how to allocate your financial resources over a period amount of time, right? So you're, you're sitting down and you're creating a plan on how to spend your money and where your money is going and how you plan on saving some of that money. Okay. Damn. So we got to talk about that soccer player, bro. 
We got to talk about the soccer. Oh, that's true. Speaking about money. He budgeted very well. Speaking (laughs) about money. Yes. Yes. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. I got to search him up right now. Yeah, his name is... um, The soccer player. I don't remember. Soccer player dude. He has a weird name. It's... No. Kasimi? That's that's by Orlando. Oh, no. That's Kasimi. That's (laughs) Soccer guy... But bro, explain, explain what this guy did. So pretty much, did. right? He's he's a he's a famous soccer player, and he he's married. Well, he was married, and his wife um, chose to divorce him. For damn, right? She divorced him. Eighty percent of the eighty percent of divorces are initiated by women, <laughs> right? It jumps to ninety percent if they're college educated. No. But yeah, 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 I saw right? that. I saw that. But um, so she decided to file for divorce. And, you know, as you know, us as men, once we get married to a woman uh, through the state, right, and she files for divorce, then we are legally obligated to give her half of our earnings after the marriage, right? So anything that we earned after the point that we got married, uh, we have to give them half of that. Makes sense. It's like a lot of people think like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have them sign a prenup. Right. A prenup is only, truthfully, if you don't add, like, all the, like, different things to it, right. a prenup is only protecting what you had before that marriage. Right, exactly. But, of course, I wasn't going to remember this guy's name, bro. It's, like, Akraf Hakimi. Or Hakimi, Ak- or Ak- there you go. Atraf, Akraf, I don't know what Let's just called. call him Hakimi. The smart soccer player. Right, the smart soccer player. Yo, and how didn't he not lose half of his shit, though? So, it turns out <laughs> that Hakimi actually had... All of his uh, assets under his mom's name. Damn. I know. Smart dude. It would have been even smarter if his mom would like not be alive and he still would have had his shit right. under his mom's name. Right. That would have sucked. But, you know, it's not it, It's not even that he did it on purpose, actually. No? Nah, you know? He didn't that, do it on purpose. That sounds like something that like somebody does on purpose, bro. I mean, that sounds like something that a, a lot of men should do. He was a smart honestly. guy. He probably knew he was going to cheat. No, no, no. No one said that he cheated. No one said that he cheated. There's a reason why she divorced him. Who divorces a soccer player, bro? Soccer. What player, do you mean? Soccer women, player. Soccer women players, don't wake up one day and choose not that they don't want to be with you. Soccer players are the number one paid sports play, like sports Yeah, they player. are sports. Right? Shit, if I'm married to a soccer person, I'm not I'm not divorcing them. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> that's I'm not you, divorcing bro. Them. That's you, but if you were that's you thinking like a guy though. You know, if you were a woman, then you'd be in a whole different, right? Remember that women have more options, right? Did, did they ever say what the reason reasoning was for her to like initiate the divorce? Not that I can recall. Hey, where, where's sources? Where's where's our sources? Oh, see, he was caught cheating. You see, oh, allegations, allegations, allegations of cheating. Yeah, of course, no guy cheats. No guy cheating. cheats. Allegations. Yeah, yeah. No so guy I mean, it doesn't mean that he didn't cheat. <laughs> but at the same time, she has to understand that at that point, she's with a man that a lot of women want. Of course, of course. You know? <laughs> but it's true. I, I thought She's she just... with a man that a lot of women want, so she needs to understand that there's going to be competition. And at that point, it's either, you know, you you uh, kind of deal with it, deal with it mm-hmm. right? You deal with it, or you file for divorce, try and get half his shit. Figure out that he doesn't have anything because, because everything is under his mom's shit. name, right? And then 
Here's the kicker. Oh, yeah. This, this is the funny part. Here's the kicker, guys. This is the funny part. And then, because he owns nothing, she technically now makes more money than he does. Mm-hmm. So now she has to give him half of her <laughs> income. Yo, that guy budgeted, ex- like, perfectly. I'm telling perfectly. you. I'm telling you. <laughs> he made money. It's crazy. It's he crazy. He made money. You know, and... and and like we said, he didn't he didn't do it on purpose, but for whatever reason, you know, he felt in his heart that he wanted his mom, you know, to have well, I guess everything that she didn't they have don't, before. They say he didn't do it on purpose, but he that, that there there's there's there has to be like he did that shit purposely. I, he probably didn't think like, "Hey, this woman is a woman that's because, gonna divorce yeah. me and take half my shit." Right. But like, I read, I, I read a little bit on it, and bro, this motherfucker even had clothing, like expensive ass clothing, yeah, clothing line that his mom owned. Technically, it was his, right? But his mom, like, I'm sorry, like the guy had jewelry, like jewelry that he had, like right. rings, necklaces, the whole nine. But the owner. Of the, of the, all that jewelry, of all that gold or whatever, was mom. Was mom. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. I, I mean. Not, he probably didn't see it coming. I'm not right, saying that he right, did it on right, purpose. Right. Like, all of me, like, all, all the shit was under his name. And then, like, last minute, he was like, okay, mom, sign here, sign here, sign here. Right. You all know my shit. But I think that he did it because he knew that in the long run. Right. It was, that was probably, benefit him. That was probably that something that was going to come back around. He was like, huh, I don't even own anything because yeah. my mom owns it. I agree. I agree. I don't think that he did it, you know, thinking that this woman was going to end up divorcing him. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, he did it because you smart never guy. know. He's a smart guy. Right. You never know. He's a smart guy. And honestly, I advise a lot of guys to, you know, do that. It's you funny because I saw a meme on Instagram. And it was like a group, like there was a line of four or five guys, and they're like all, all the guys putting all their assets under their mom's name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's a lot of videos now coming out. Oh, that shit was hilarious. With guys like walking into the bank, like, oh, about to put my bank account under my mom's name. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do that. But it, you know, it, it just it just goes to show you, you know, that you never know, um, you know, when the, the, the person you love mm-hmm. is going to turn around and, you know, decide to divorce you. Now I'm pretty sure she she feels like damn I should have just looked the other way mm-hmm. you know cuz at the end of the day like you need to understand you know first off you need to understand the basics right the which basics, which we've gone over we've gone over the, the basics. basics what are the basics right so we need to hear the basics again bro. men men must become right okay. so in the beginning he probably didn't have shit right he didn't have girls he didn't have nothing he he became the person that he is through hard work Right. Okay. Through hard work, and because of that, right, we all know that men, as we get older, right, that's when we become more valuable. That's when we become mm-hmm. more attractive to women. Yes, sir. Right. So, with that being said, it's not that I'm okay with cheating, but you know, she needs to understand that now he's at a level where a lot of women want him. You know, a lot of women want him, and then you also need to understand the fact that. You know, guys can separate emotions from sex. True. Right? Women normally don't separate emotions from sex. True, true. Right? If a woman is having sex with a guy, it's because she feels some kind of way about him. Mm -hmm. Right? Us as guys, and I'm sure, you know, I at least can vouch for this. We can have sex with a woman and not give a crap about them. That is true. You know? That is true. So because of that, that's, that's the difference between a man cheating or a, a, a man sleeping with a with a woman and a woman sleeping with a man. True, true. Right? So with that being said, you know, sometimes 
depending on the man that you're with, if you're a woman, you know, you need to determine like, damn, is it in my best benefit <laughs> to, you know, take this to heart, you know, um, react with my emotions sure. and and divorce him? She should have spoken to her attorney. Or, first. right, or that, <laughs> whatever it is. But she needs to understand that, you know, the position that he's in and she needs to understand that sometimes it's just better, you know, to kind of look the other way and understand, you know, who he is as a person, his popularity mm-hmm. um, and understand that, you know, me- men and women are different regardless of what society says. We are not the same. We are different. We have different roles in life. True that. True right. That. But either way, you know, it ended up biting her in the butt. Hard. So. Hard, so I'm pretty Hard. sure that she's going to be regretting uh, this decision for for a long time. <laughs> for a long yeah, time. Imagine, imagine expecting half a fortune right. and having to give up half of yours. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And she wasn't even worth that much. So now mm-hmm. she's going to be worth even less. Because well, I think she was only worth, what, like $3 million? Yeah, $3 million. Well, now she's worth one point five. And now she's, yep. one point five. All right. I like that. So, I like that. What does she do for a living? Uh, I think she's a model. Yeah, Modeling. Yeah. yeah. Hey, she's a $1.5 million worth. Not too bad. Plus, think about it. Like, Not too be, bad. I mean, he's going to get another girl, you know, fast also because now he's in that. Now he has status. See, but the next girl is right? probably be smart about it. But she, yeah, the next girl. It's probably going to have him buy her shit. Maybe. Hey, buy me this, buy me that, buy me this, buy me right. that. So if they ever, like, go their separate ways, she owns all I that mean, shit. I mean, yeah, she has everything that he bought her. Makes but sense. I mean, if he's if he's if he's not stupid, then he's not gonna do that either. You know, like he's gonna want yeah, someone all that, that all that money he doesn't have because his mom has it. I'm pretty sure he doesn't give a shit. He'll probably pay up anything. Maybe if I he's mean, in love. If he's in love. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. But with that being said, um, the point to that, guys, is you know to be smart with your money. Understand that you never know when life is gonna throw you a curveball. And you no. need to be ready for those curveballs. I agree. I agree. But, bro, why do we use budgets? So we use budgets for a lot of different reasons, right? But the main thing that I can say that we use budgeting for is to manage our finances effectively, right? Okay. Because of when we manage our finances effectively, then we do that in order to ensure that we have enough money to cover our expenses, while also trying to save for any future, uh, you know, goals or aspirations that we have. True, true. Right? So whether that's saving up for a house, saving up for a car, saving up for, you know, the kids' college fund, mm-hmm. right? Um, emergencies. Emergencies, yes, right? Sir. So there's a lot of different things that people save up for. And if you don't budget correctly, then... You're going to take a very long time in order to accumulate those savings. Yes, sir. Right? I feel like a lot like a lot of your savings goes into like emergencies. Yeah. I mean it should. It's, it's crazy. It should. It's I, crazy. <laughs> you're literally your your biggest account should be your emergency fund. Emergency right? fund. Right? You should have at least 3 to 6 months of your expenses in your emergency fund. Right? Okay. Because like we said when you have a job, you don't control when you work or when you don't work, right? So if you have a job and your job fires you tomorrow, now that's when that emergency fund kicks in because now at least you have some money 
that can help you out while you find another job. True. Yeah, yeah. That is true, bro. Because I, th- I think a lot of people, when they lose their job, the first thing that goes to mind is like, oh, shit, I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose where I live. Right. I'm going to lose my, my transportation, the whole nine. Yeah. How am I going to cover I'm all of my expenses? The most expensive expenses. Right. Expenses. The most expensive expenses. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. It's a tongue twister, I know. Right. Ex- expensive expenses. Expensive expenses. <laughs> expensive expenses. I but love it, it. But it's true. A lot of, a lot of people... You know, they, they're not good with budgeting. They're not good with managing their money. And it's crazy because that's something that, you know, on all of the money podcasts that we've talked about, that's the main thing that we've said, right? It's not about how much money you make. It's about how you manage your money. Where's your money going? Right? Exactly. Where's your money going? So that's what you need to figure out in order to be able to, you know, save for the things that you want to save and be okay when life throws a curveball at you. I agree. Hey, so I, I know I've, I've said this before. Like, the stupidest shit that I ever spent money on was I I, I put a pool table in my in my mom's kitchen. Right, right, right. What, I remember that story. <laughs> what is your biggest regret of, like, money expense? My biggest regret of money like, expense? Fuck, like, I should have not spent that, but you, fuck it, you still did it. Um, I don't know. I, I've never... See, that's that's the thing about me, bro. I've never really spent money like recklessly at at least not a large amount recklessly right i've i've had dumb expenses like what right give me some dumb expenses bro women (laughs) hotels um this motherfucker said hotels like you could have just said executives hotel (laughs) (laughs) you could have just said executives executives hotels alcohol (laughs) alcohol um what else? Let's see. Food, right? It's crazy. You go through my bank account, most of my money goes to food. Food, right? That's that's literally an expense that everyone probably has every single day. And when you add up those expenses, oh, bro. right? And you really do the yearly amount of money that you're spending, you're going to be like, holy crap. Do you have, what, what bank do you have? Do you have Chase? I have a... I have... I have three banks, but I have your main bank account. Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. <laughs> I got three bank accounts. Show off. Um, <laughs> Listen, I got, if, I got, if you I can got, have different bank accounts, please do that. Well, I have one. I use one bank, and I have two accounts. I don't have three, but I got two. Okay. All right. So yeah. yeah. So you have three different banks. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? They have three different banks for my businesses, bro. You can't use the same bank and just have three different accounts. No. You because you need to separate your personal money from well, your business course, money. You what is it that you said you had Wells Fargo? You Wells Fargo. You couldn't have Wells Fargo have your fund money and your expense? And no, your because money? because when you have a business, right, and you go to a bank like Wells Fargo or Chase for business, okay. then, that, then they have fucking fees that are going to screw you. True, true. And true. then they have minimum, true, uh, minimum account balances that you need to hold. And then if you don't have that account, uh, that minimum account, uh, balance, then they're gonna hit you with more fees. So then it's like you're paying you're paying the bank more than you know probably what you're making as a you know in in the beginning process of your business. So I, so what did I do? I went and I searched for you know other banks that don't have any fees and that don't have any minimum uh, requirements. Makes sense, makes sense. But going back to those bank accounts, right? Tell me. So my spending bank account is Chase, okay. right? Uh, and now Chase on the app, it's, it's, it, they've had it, I think, for like almost a year already, but it gives you like a spending analysis. Okay. Of, of like where you're spending your money, right? So there's like a section that says like bills and utilities, right. 
food and restaurants, I think it is. Uh, there's another one that's like groceries. And then, and then there's a miscellaneous one. I think it's like when you pull out cash and shit okay. like that. Bro, I, would, I, I could say that 60% of my spending analysis goes to food and restaurants. Damn, 60%? 60% of my spending. Of your spending goes Doesn't to food and restaurants. Doesn't mean that 60% of my, of my income is going to right, food and restaurants. Right, the spending. But the spending. So it's a spending analysis. 60% of the money that I spend is on food and restaurants. That's crazy. But it's but it's food that you're cooking or food that like fast food. That that's crazy because I don't know a hundred percent because there is a grocery section as well. Okay, I mean, so then the grocery section is, <laughs> right is the food so for it, the house. But that's what I'm like. That's what I'm trying to figure out, right? But like, it does all food, all food and restaurants. So it does like fast food. I've had like so across the street from my house, I have a fresco y mas. So right. I've had like a, sometimes that I spend money. It has gone to the food and restaurant section. Yeah. But sometimes that I've gone to the fresco, it comes up as grocery. So I'm guessing it depends what you buy. Right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But six, like about 60% of my spending goes to food, which is crazy. Well, on the bright side, the I'm, good thing is that you review that analysis, <laughs> right? And know where to cut. And you know where to cut, right? And now that you said cut, I did see it was a couple on Instagram, right? Um, they, they, they went into the healthy lifestyle, but they said that they stopped drinking alcohol. Now you said alcohol, they right. stopped buying alcohol in general. And I think they said they spent like, they, they saved 10 to $15,000 a year. Damn. They, they were heavy were, drinkers. They were though. drinking like They crazy. were drinking like crazy, bro. They were drinking 10 to like 15,000? 10 to 15,000. Shit. Which it makes sense, right? Because you could go out to a bar and one day and spend oh, yeah, 100 and bucks spend, easy. Yeah. And if you do that every weekend, that's 5,200. Yeah, five dollars. Like, yeah, there's fifty two weeks, right? Fifty two weeks. A yeah, fifty two weeks. You spend a hundred dollars. Yeah, it will be five thousand two hundred bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, five thousand two hundred times two because it's you times and your girlfriend. Two, ten four. Yeah, ten four. So it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. That's true. And you can spend a hundred bucks easily. Easily, yeah, easily, easily in a bar. And you go to a club. You go to Central. Central. <laughs> Three drinks in. That's all bucks. <laughs> last time, the last time I I freaking went to Central, I spent. Five hundred dollars. The fuck did you do at Central? I bought drinks. God damn! <laughs> That's the day that we didn't go out with him, bro. <laughs> we should have gone out with him. That but day. <laughs> but you know, after that, I have not gone back. <laughs> of course, I have not gone back. Like now, five outings. He's had five outings in one outing. Like yeah. now, I'm on the stage where I'm not going out until you know my bank accounts are loaded. That's okay. it. Makes sense. Makes Not sense. Not going out no more, just focusing on what I need to focus on, building myself, right? Which is what every man should do. Um, until, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I can go out and actually, you know, spend money and not have to worry about the money that I'm spending. Okay, okay. Right? Bro, so there's two there's we, we were talking about types of budgeting earlier. Yes. Right? And there's plenty of them. Right. There's different types, but there's two right. main ones. Yes. I'm going to tell you mine, the way that I do my budgeting. Okay. You tell me what category I fall under. Okay. Okay. So I have I have a bill slash budgeting composition book. Okay. Right? And I updated, I want to say like twice a year, right? Yeah, about twice a year. Right? And what I do is uh, on the top, I put how much money I get paid on my paycheck. I get paid bi-weekly. Right. 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 Um, how much money I spend. 
after taxes, after child support, the whole nine, right? right? I put the top that I put that all the way in the top, Pam, and okay. then I go to down the list of all my bills, so rent, car payment, car insurance, um, all my credit card payments, all the miscellaneous other shit that we gotta pay, right? Right, all that good stuff, and then I break it down. Like obviously, I get paid biweekly. I break it down of how much money I gotta put aside. Right. Oh, and another thing I add there is savings. Right. I also put that as part of my bills. Right. Right. I put savings there. Right. And then what I do is obviously I get like I said I get paid biweekly. I go ahead and I divide how much money I need to put aside for all those bills and all that and all that stuff. And then I have my just spending. Okay. Account. So then you have your total income. Total you income. have all your expenses. All my expenses. You add up all your expenses. Okay. And then I and then you it. subtract from from your income. Yeah, I divide it. So like obviously my monthly bills. Right. Right. Let's say it's I don't even know right now from the top of my head. Let's say it's a hundred dollars. Okay. Right. And then from my income. So that, then I know that like I pay, get paid by weekly. I gotta you know my bills are a hundred. If my everything I gotta pay is a hundred dollars, that means that I gotta put fifty dollars aside. My first paycheck, paycheck in a month, okay. and then fifty dollars aside, okay. the second paycheck that okay. I get paid in the monthly, and then that's the way that's the way that I do my budgeting. Okay. Okay, so I mean, it sounds like it sounds like you do the budgeting that most people do. Okay. Right, which is called budgeting for a deficit. Okay. Okay. So budgeting for a deficit, pretty much, you're focusing on reducing. Your expenses, right? Um, which is good, right? That's that's the budgeting that that most people do, mm-hmm. right? They get their income, they get all of their expenses, and then they subtract their expenses from their income, yep. and then whatever money is left over, then that money is what they use in order to you know put into a savings account, in order to spend, right? Like if you have three hundred dollars left over. You know, for example, someone will put, you know, $100 into their savings account. They'll say, okay, I can spend, you know, $100 and then, you know, the other $100, i will just leave in my account, mm-hmm. right? Like like for, for other, for whatever else comes up, yep. you know? Now, the, the bad thing about that budgeting is that for most people, right? Because you're in a different tax bracket than most mm-hmm. people. So for most people... That money that is left over after their expenses is minuscule. True. Right? So there's not a lot of money left over. Mm-hmm. Most people live paycheck to paycheck. Yes, sir. You know? So with because of that, that's not the budgeting that I would recommend for if you actually want to, you know, increase your income and make more money. Okay. Because that that budgeting if you focus on cutting your expenses, then you're not really changing anything because you're still staying in the same level of life. But a lot of expenses is just like bullshit expenses, bro. Right. It is. It is. It is. So like, let, let me let me put there like fucking Netflix. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Which those are expenses you could cut if, if you're True. going through a rough time. Like you don't need Netflix. True. Right. Xfinity, which my fucking is my Wi-Fi and cable at home. Right. Right. Um... You're going to hate this on fucking Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. No, don't <laughs> cut the gym, bro. How are you going to cut the gym? You can work out in your backyard, bro. No, man. You can work out in your backyard. No. Do some push-ups and pull-ups and 
crunches, crunches and shit. No. See, look, <laughs> let's let's think about it from a business perspective. Oh lord. Right? Let's think about it from a business perspe- perspective. If you're a business, right, and times get tough, you get rid of your employees. Right? What's the first thing businesses do? They start cutting their departments, <laughs> right? Yeah. So which departments do we not really need? The support ones. This department, right? <laughs> the support departments. Let's start cutting those departments. We're not making we have, money. We have 50 employees. Let's cut it down to 25. Yeah. Right? Now. That's budgeting. That's budgeting. You're right. <laughs> you're right. But now that sucks because now you're, now you're pretty much firing people. Mm-hmm. You know, which, which sucks, right? So instead of doing that, right, and, and, and having to now, you know, cut the way that you are already used to living your life, True. right, instead of doing that, then why don't you budget for a surplus? What is a surplus? So budgeting for a surplus is, well, actually, let's, let's we went over, um, Budgeting for a deficit, right? You pretty much yeah. just just so everyone understands the basics of budgeting for a for a deficit, right? Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much what you said. You list your income, you list your expenses, right? You subtract your your expenses from your income, and then you pretty much have that money that is sa- uh, left over in yes, order sir. to save or to do whatever you want with. Yes, sir. Right. But the problem with that, like we said, is that now you need to change your lifestyle in order to be able to have more money to save. Yeah, to live comfortably. Yeah. Right? Now, there's another budget, which is called budgeting for a surplus. Okay. Right? So in budgeting for a surplus, it's a budgeting where you focus on paying yourself first. Therefore, that budgeting is going to leave you with less money, mm-hmm. which is going to force you to find more income okay. in order to cover expenses. I do have a question with um, paying yourself first. Tell me. Why are you paying yourself first? What, 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 what is this money for? Is this like a savings money? This is, yeah. Is this we like can, a play money? We can, count this, we can count this as, let's say, investment money. Okay. Right? We can count it as investment money, but you're treating that as if it was an expense. Okay, and that is like the most important expense. And that is the most important expense. Like you can't live if you don't pay for this expense. Exactly. Okay. We can we can we can put that right next to your house. Okay. Right? Because the last thing a lot of people stop paying for is their house. Oh, no, of course. You don't need your car. Right. You really don't need your credit card. Exactly. Usually yeah. when shit goes south, yeah. people start cutting all of their basic expenses, like the ones you said, Netflix, the gym, yeah. you know, eating out, those mm-hmm. things. And then the next one to go is your car. The car payment. Right? Everyone starts getting repoed. Oh, for sure. Right? Especially if you bought a car recently okay. and you're paying $800 for a Toyota Corolla. Then no, what's you're wrong with Corollas, stuck. though? No, there's nothing wrong with, oh, okay. with, with Corollas. Okay. I have a Corolla. I'm budgeting. I have a, I have, <laughs> I have a Corolla SE, right? right? Sports edition. You see? I drive it on sport mode. Let me tell you, I got a Corolla. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Corolla. I have a Corolla SE sport mode, drive it on sport mode. Everyone that doesn't drive on sport mode, then they don't have a sport mode. I, dr- I drive economic. <laughs> Econo- economic, right? The little tree. Yeah. You have the little tree thing that you do yeah. that you don't spend I've been drive- I'm not going to lie. I've been driving economy because there's no gas. Because there's no gas. You know? Yo, that's a whole different story. There's man. no gas. Did you have to fight for gas? No, I haven't. I actually, 
is that I have I have a reserved spot there at my gas station. Okay. So I just go and I'm like, ya llegué para la gasolina. That's and then it. they're like, oh, yeah, ya te la tenemos. Beba, Beba yeah. pump, pump three. Nice. And then I get there, and then I just grab it, and boom, whatever. Let me guess, is it high you know? somewhere? Yeah. They know me. They know me. <laughs> they know me. They're like, oh, you're that guy from YouTube. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's the dude, yeah. Yep, exactly. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no they know it. me. They watch the podcast. I tell you this much. I had to go put gas twice, one for myself, one for my girl. I didn't have fight neither. Good job, bro. I didn't have. Good to. job putting gas for your girl. I had to. I a had lot to. of guys don't do that shit. I had to. And I women to. don't appreciate that shit, yo. When you have a guy that doesn't give a shit about you, yeah. you're gonna yeah, put yeah, your yeah. own gas. Like sometimes, like I look at women at the gas station and I'm like, damn. No, normally she puts are, her own fucking gas. What are though. you doing that you're putting <laughs> gas? Normally she puts her own fucking gas. Why, bro? Bro, like it is what it is. I she, mean, if 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 you're working, then it is what then it all is. All right, if you're working, then all yeah. right. But there's not you gotta, one time, you gotta put her gas, there's not one bro. time that you don't put gas that I'm not like if I'm at home you don't put gas you come and pick me up and we go put gas so don't flick me off. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're happy ass in that corner, uh, f you. I know right? that. <laughs> I know that when when I was in a relationship, like I would always put gas, and my mom, like I treat her the same way. Like she calls me and then she's like, "Oh, can you put gas for me?" I'm gonna. And start, I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna." I'm go put going gas to for start you. doing. That. I'm gonna start calling. Can you go put gas for me? There you go. I'm going to start doing that, bro. Wait, no, but you don't do that, bro. Yeah, yeah Your that. girl does that. Yeah, she's like, yeah. No, she's gonna, come on. She does that. She does putting the gas. No, no, but, you know, I wasn't going to let her go to the gas station and put gas in her own car. Right, right, Especially right. during this craziness of everybody fighting for gas. That's and, true. And the whole nine. That's true. The craziest story, though, was when I did go put gas for her in her car, she went with me. Yo, that gas station was the most ridiculous gas station in the world. There was, like, three pumps that were ready to go. Some chick went and came from the other side, and that's where the line was coming from. Right. So there was two empty pumps, but this bitch is at the last one. Everybody's, like, beeping at her, pissing, pissed off, because she could have gone to the first pump. Right. So the other two could have gone there. People were still pissed off, too, because the line was, like, down the other street. And when I noticed it, I did a U-turn, and I came right. into the other side of the gas station yeah. where there wasn't any line. Right. Right. And, yeah, so be- people were pissed off. I still put yeah, gas. Yeah, no, no. No, ev- everywhere I would drive, it was either empty gas stations. Yeah, empty gas And station. the gas stations that had people, there's a huge-ass line. Fucking huge line. Yeah, bro. I was about to start selling turns. I was about to get in line and then sell my, sell my spot. Sell your, sell your spot. Yeah, sell my spot we to someone. Just gone, like, we should have just walked around the neighborhood and fucking stolen everybody's gas we and then sold it. Yeah, that's true. We, we could have done that. We should have. That's, that's a we're good not, business we're investment. We're not thinking like an entrepreneur. I know. Here, damn. Bro. We folded on that. <laughs> we folded on that one. We should have sold gas, bro. We should have sold some gas. But back to budgeting. Yeah. Right? So uh, budgeting for a surplus. So the main difference, like I was saying, is that when you budget for a surplus, you're going to pay yourself first. Okay. Right? So the main difference between budgeting for a deficit and budgeting for a surplus is that. That you're paying yourself first. So how do you pay yourself first? What Right? So you're going to start off the same way as the other budgeting. You're going to list the income that you have, right? All sources of income, you're going to list it. And then you're going to determine a percentage of that income that you want to pay yourself. Right, guys? So understand that this is the money that you work for. So if you're working for this money... Shouldn't you be the first one to get it? Think about it. Before you even get your check, the government already took out Social Security. They took out Medicaid. And on top of that, they took out withholdings that they're going to take out every single paycheck. So after that, 
then don't you think that you should be the first person or the next person to get part of that paycheck? Yes. And that is why budgeting for a surplus is important because it allows you to be the second person to get part of that money. So determine a percentage of that income that you want to pay yourself and treat it like a savings account or an investment account, right? Put that right next to your house, right? So this is something that you have to pay. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is something that you have to pay. You're paying yourself from the money that you're working hard for every single week, 40 hours, 52 weeks in a year. This is your money, so you should get it first, right? So after you determine this percentage of money that you're going to pay yourself, then you're going to list your expenses. You're going to figure out everything that your expenses add up to, and then you're going to do the do the math, right? And you will realize after you do the math that you are not going to have enough money in order to cover your expenses. So this is where, you know, the stress is going to kick in, mm-hmm. right? And this is what a lot of people of don't want to go through and this is why they avoid using this budgeting method because it's it's pretty stressful, right? And the last the last way people want to feel is the way that they don't have enough money in order to cover their expenses, mm-hmm. right? But this feeling of stress and anxiety is what should motivate you in order to increase your income, right? So we're in 2023. There are so many different ways right now in order to increase your income. We were actually talking about earlier mm-hmm. about, you know, how um, how there's delivery for Walmart. Yep. There's delivery for Target. Yep. There's uh, Uber Eats. Yep. There's Uber. Yep. There's Instacart. Instacart. Oh, dash. What is it? DoorDash. DoorDash. Right. So there's a lot of different side hustles that you can do in order to increase your income. So think about it. If you... Find another uh, income that you can get, then now that income is going to cover everything else that is left. Yes. Are you going to have to work more? Yes. Right. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to work a little bit more, but you already know that you have that money inside your bank account that you can use then later on in order to either build your emergency fund faster or, the, or you can use that money in order to invest it. And think about it. You don't have to do it forever. This is something that you can say, okay, I'm going to do this for the next six months. I'm going to pay myself first, yep. right? And then the rest of my money, I'm going to pay my bills. And whatever is left over, then I'm going to do Uber four hours out of the day mm-hmm. in order to cover everything else that is left over. Okay. And if you do that for the next six months, then... That that fund that you have, whether it's your emergency fund, your savings, or an investment fund, then that is going to grow way faster than if you actually uh, budget for a deficit. Okay, you kind of you you kind of get where I'm where I'm coming from here. Yeah, the the hardest thing that I'm at, like the the part the part that it's the hardest to understand is the whole paying yourself first. Okay, right. Tell me, tell me. Ask, I don't understand. Ask me like, questions. Ask me questions. I, what am I paying myself for? What should I pay myself for? Right? What am from, I? What am I using that money for? You said investments. Okay. What? What? What else? Like, that's it. 
what happens if right now I'm not, I don't make enough money for investments? Like, what am I paying myself for? What do you mean you don't make enough money for investments? So yes. that's, that's the whole point. Because you don't make enough money for investments, you're going to pay yourself first in order to have that money saved for investments, right? Okay. So the main, the main point of budgeting for a surplus is to increase your income, right? So, so here, are the, here are the two differences. When you budget for a deficit, you're cutting expenses, when you're budgeting for a surplus, you're increasing income. Okay. Right? So basically, when you're budgeting for a deficit, you're kind of changing your lifestyle in order to fit a, a smaller budget. Okay. But when you're budgeting for a surplus, you're not changing your lifestyle. You're just increasing how much money you make. Okay. That, that, that makes it a better sense. I, I, I understand that better right? like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but... But what what's scary when you budget for a surplus is the fact that you need to increase your income in order yeah. to pay the bills that you still need to pay. Yeah. Because now you're counting yourself, right? Because like I was saying, this is the money that you work for. Okay. Right? And you're not the first one that's getting that money. Mm-hmm. Right? Who's the first one that's getting that money? The government. The yeah, no, the, the right. government. You're right. You're right. You're uh-huh. paying. You're paying Medicare. You're paying Social Security, mm-hmm. and they're uh, they're they're taking away money as withholdings, mm-hmm. right? So the government already took their money before you even see it. True. True. Right. True. So shouldn't you be the next person to get your money? Yeah. 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 Makes right? sense. Makes sense. So because you should be the next person to get your money, then you need to set aside a certain percentage of that income. Boom. You set it aside whether it's. You know, $200, $300, you set it aside, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the money that you have, then you pay your bills. Okay. Right? Which then you'll realize, shit, let's say I'm $200 short. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go go do Uber for the next four hours in order yeah. to make up those $200. Okay. And then boom. And now you're going to have every single paycheck, you're going to have $300, $300, $300. Mm-hmm. Right? And like I said, you don't have to do it forever. You can do it for the next six months. But in those six months, you're going to have... You know, three hundred dollars of every single paycheck. Okay, yeah. Right. So maybe sense, in those six sense. months you can save up, you know, two, three thousand dollars. Possible, yeah. Right? That maybe that you can invest into, you know, whatever. You can buy something. Um you, maybe you can just have it there as your emergency fund. Mm-hmm. You know, or you can, you know, save up for whatever you want. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. Bro, what's the importance of budgeting? So budgeting is very important, man. And this is what a lot of people, you know, I know, I know budgeting and money and this is, and this is the biggest problem that I see, right? Like when you, when you speak about budgeting and money, a lot of people find it boring, Mm -hmm. right? But they don't understand. And, and it's crazy because usually the people that find it boring are the people that don't really make a lot of money. True. Right. Because if you're making a lot of money and this is, this is a conversation that I was actually having with my cousin. When you don't make a lot of money, you usually get money back from your taxes, Mm -hmm. right? Boom. But when you're making a lot of money and you have to pay back money to the government, then you're on your toes. Like you're trying to figure out, damn, what, what is it that I need to do in order to not, in order to not pay them? Right. Which is actually what, what one of my clients, the clients that the, the client that I told you that did Uber, like he reached out to me and he was like, Hey, I have to pay this amount. Like, can you help me pay as little as possible or maybe zero if you can? 
right? Yep. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll try my best. I'll look over, you know, your your income and everything, yep. um, and I'll try and help you out the best as possible. But people start panicking when it, when tax season comes around, and you know, you have to pay two, three thousand dollars. Yeah, because you you never you never put that in your budget. Exactly, you never, you never put that you in never your budget. Put that as an expense anywhere. Right. You just you know exactly it is what it is. So so that's the thing that people don't understand. Like when you're making money, you know, you have to budget. Of course. Because you have to take into consideration like where your money is going and the things that you need to do in order to keep as much money as possible inside your pocket. So why is budgeting important? So budgeting is important because one, it creates awareness. True. Right? So just like you were saying that you know now that you spend sixty percent of your expenses mm-hmm. on, you know, food, food and, and restaurants. Bed, yeah. Right? So with that knowledge, now you can know okay, like now I'm aware that I spend this amount on my expenses. Mm-hmm. Like I need to cut a little bit on that, True. you know, and then yep. may, maybe, you know, put whatever I cut there, put it into my savings or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yep. So that that is very important. Like if, if you don't have awareness of the things that you're doing, then you're just going to be going through life in freaking la-la land. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you can't you can't expect to get somewhere in life when you don't understand where you are. Right. So how can you understand where you want to be when you don't even know where you are right now? You get me? It's like it's like me saying, oh, I want to be a millionaire, but then not even know, like, where my money is going, how I'm spending my money. Right. The money that's coming in. Like, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. Right. So being financially aware is very important. And when you're financially aware, right, which now comes to the second factor, Mm -hmm. you have control of your finances. Okay, financial control. I like that. Yeah, you have financial control. So awareness now, you know, leads to action. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're aware of how you're spending your money. So now you can do the necessary actions and take the necessary steps in order to control where that money is going. Okay. Right? Makes sense. Makes sense. And then, right, when you have this control of your money, Mm -hmm. that is how you will reach to number three, which is financial freedom. Everybody's dream. Everybody's dream. That not a lot of people (laughs) talk about, actually. You know, because a lot of people, they talk about, you know, making this amount of money and making that amount of money and all doing this and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know... The question that I always have is, when do you reach financial freedom? Yep, yep, yep. Right? When do you reach financial freedom? Because that's that's literally the first goal that anyone should have in mind. Yep. Right? What is it that I need to do in order to reach financial freedom? Once you reach financial freedom, then you're pretty much set. For those of you that don't know what financial freedom is, so financial freedom is when you have assets, investments, a business, that covers all of your expenses, right? So think about it. Mm-hmm. You work a nine to five, right? Yep. Let's say you have, let's say you budgeted for a surplus. Okay. And now you have enough money to buy, you know, three properties. Okay. And now those three properties are making you a cash flow of $1,500. Okay. Right? Now... That cash flow of $1,500 coincides with your expenses monthly of $1,500. True, true. So now guess what? Now the money that you make from your 9 to 5 mm-hmm. isn't going to your expenses. Yeah, no, it's not. That's it. Yep. 
That's it. You can literally you can literally quit your job and you'd be okay because yeah. now the money that's coming in from paid. your properties are paying your expenses. I like that, bro. I like that. And that is called financial freedom. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. The fact that you have assets or a business or investments that are providing you enough money to pay for your expenses. Right? So now the money that you make from your regular job, now you can use that and literally continue to invest in more assets. Right? And now the money that you get from those assets is is yours. Right? And you can use it in order to buy more assets or you can use it to take that vacation that you want, to buy that car that you want, you know. Hopefully, you don't increase your expenses, <laughs> but let's be honest. The more money you make, the, the more, more money you spend. spend. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Your lifestyle upgrades pretty fast when you uh, when you make more money. Yep, yep. Bro, I'll tell you this much. What I've learned so far is that I'm going to stop budgeting for... Well, I'm going to start budgeting for a surplus. I'm telling you. I don't want to change my lifestyle. It's scary. It's scary. I don't want to change my lifestyle. But, and and also, it's it's motivating. You know, because... Why would you, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, if you buy coffee every single day and you add that up, you know, you're spending yeah. whatever, $200 a year, whatever the case I've may be. I've done that math on my coffee and I'm like, But who cares? It. What's $200? <laughs> it's worth it. For coffee, it's worth it. Of course. It's definitely Of course. Worth it. Why are you going to change your lifestyle? How about you just figure out how to increase your income? That yep. way you can continue the lifestyle that you have. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I've learned so far, bro. That's what I'm going to take home today. Yeah, I mean, that's. I'm glad that you learned that, and I hope everyone that is watching also learned the same thing. Um, let's let's take some. Let's see if, if we have any uh, comments on the chat that we can address. But I'm hoping that everyone at least you know learns something, um, and you know you'll 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 start budgeting for a surplus. I know it's scary, but this is what's going to push you in order to increase your income. Right. In every stages of life, the main thing you want to do is increase your income. Always look for more income, more income, more income. Just like in the example that we gave with the business. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of instead of cutting your expenses and firing the support, the support, the, the support departments. departments. Right. Why don't you just figure out? All right, team, we need to figure out how to increase our income. Like what can we do in order to make more money in order to afford to continue to employ all of the employees that we have? Yeah. So Juan here is saying that he has a friend that does 70, 20, 10, 70% goes into his expenses, 20 into savings and 10% to travel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people use a lot of different methods of, um, of budgeting. Right. But in the end, the whole point of budgeting for a surplus is to push you in order to increase your income. Because if you're, if you're just, if you maintain the same level of income and you're just dividing it, then you're never going to make more money. You're just playing with the money that you have. Mm-hmm. Right? So the, so the whole point of budgeting for a surplus is to push you in order to get over that fear of having to work more. Right. That way you don't have to change your lifestyle and you can just make more money. And once you make more money, then you're going to be able to buy more things that are going to motivate you even more to make more money. Right. So if if I increase my income 
And now I have enough money because I budgeted correctly. Mm-hmm. And now I have enough money to buy, I don't know, uh, what car do you want? Right now I'm okay with my Corolla. All right. Let's say, <laughs> all right, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to give you a Porsche. All right. Give I want a Porsche. Porsche. Give me a Porsche. Bro. I want a Porsche. So, right, now you increase your income and now you can buy a Porsche. Okay. Right? Now you're going to be like, damn, I like my Porsche, this and that. I Very feel true. good. And guess what? Now you upgraded your lifestyle. Yep. Guess what? Now you don't want to lose that Porsche. Of course not. So now it's like, damn, I have to continue to yeah. make more, more money, money yeah. in order to keep my lifestyle. To get the new Porsche. To get the newer Porsche. <laughs> right? To get that G-Wagon. <laughs> right? Yeah, fuck G-Wagon, I'm, I'm telling you. No, I, I'm going to get a G-Wagon. Okay. Matt Black. Matt Black? Matt Black. Okay. I like it. I like it. Is that, is that the name? It okay. looks nice. No, I'm kidding. The name of what? <laughs> oh, the, oh, the, the G wagon. Matt Black. <laughs> Matt Black. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna name it that. I'm gonna name it that. But yeah. So that's the whole point. Like the whole point is to get people to understand that it's not just about staying in in one level of income. And mm-hmm. actually, I posted this today on our story. Yep. If you if you if you didn't notice, I posted a story today of. Um, you know, incomes, mm-hmm. right? So, and they compared it to a table, right? So if you compare your income to a table, if you only have a job, then you have a table with one leg, Yep. right? But now what happens if that leg gets cut off? Fucked. The whole table falls, yes, sir. right? Now, if you have a table that has multiple legs mm-hmm. and one leg gets cut off, yeah, the table's going to wobble, but it's going to remain standing. True that. You know, so that's the whole point. The whole point is to get everyone into the mindset of I need extra income. I need more income. I need to figure out ways where I can take out more money. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Once you figure that out, then you don't have to change your lifestyle. You can actually start upgrading your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And when you upgrade your lifestyle, then that's like you rewarding yourself for your hard work. True, true. They say no way that's a rich dad, poor dad is an example. It is. It is. If you haven't, if you haven't read Rich Dad Poor Dad, that's actually in the book. Um, I'm not sure if it's actually Rich Dad Poor Dad or if it's one of his other books. I was trying to figure it out because I've read like almost all of them, so I don't. Or how Gabe says it, I've I've listened. I've listened to almost all of them, so I don't know if that one is from Rich Dad Poor Dad or if it's from Cash Flow Quadrant or um, what the rich do. You know, before they leave their job, something like that. Okay, never, but it's never. from one of it's from uh, one of Robert Kiyosaki's books, and that's that's a great example. And when I heard it, I was like, "Wow, this actually makes a lot of sense." Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. bro, that's pretty much all I got. That's with pretty much bro. all. I learned a lot today, and I'm gonna lie. I'm definitely gonna take that surplus budgeting back home. There's no doubt about that. I'm telling you, that's that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Especially if you if you're not a business person and you're not working on anything other than just a normal job, then you should you should definitely try and, you know, figure out how to increase your income and budget for a surplus. Right okay. now, me right now, I I budget I don't budget for a surplus, but that's because I'm already working on, you know, different businesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually, you know, one of those businesses then, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get that done, and we're gonna yes, get sir. to where we want to be. Yes, but, sir. but if you if you're not a business person and you're just looking for, you know, a way in order to make a little bit of extra money, 
or a way to not live paycheck to paycheck, then you need to consider, you know, increasing your incomes, guys. Like there's a lot of different ways to increase your income right now. And you just need to literally, you know, stop being a bitch. Stop being like, oh, I don't want to work, you know, two extra hours. Oh, I'm too good for Uber or this and that, whatever. A lot, you know, a lot of people get assaulted on Uber or whatever, you know, mm. buy a gun. Buy a gun. Buy a gun. If anyone yeah, tries you, to. shoot them. And that's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just kidding. Don't shoot them. <laughs> don't say that. Now that everybody could don't shoot start them, don't carrying shoot them. in state of Florida, you could start Unless your life isn't, unless you feel your life is being threatened, then shoot them. But... You know, be sure that you have um, a a camera inside your car. Probable cause. Yeah, that way, that way, if you shoot them, then you have evidence on why <laughs> you shot them. Because understand that, you know, if you shoot someone, you're gonna go to jail. Um, so if you do have a gun, I recommend the what is it? The USS. I don't know. It's it's this <laughs> it's it's USS something. It's this program that they actually recommend when you go to the class. Yeah. Um. And it's it's a it's a program that you that you pay monthly, and it's like you have lawyers on retainer. Nice, right? And if if you're ever involved in a shooting, then they will represent you. Okay. Yeah, they, they will represent you. You know, um, you just have to call them. Like as soon as something happens, you call them. You don't say shit. You call them and you say, "Hey, this just happened. Okay, like yeah. I'm a member. Here's my member ID." Whatever, and nice. then they'll go and they'll represent you at no at no other charge. Nice, like that's it. Like if you're a member and you've been paying monthly, yeah, right. Which is which is what I call my um, just in case insurances. Makes sense, right? So just like car insurance, it's yep. just in case you get into just a car in case accident. Some shit happens, yep. right? Medical insurance, just in case you get sick. Yep. So that one is just in case you f- kill somebody, <laughs> right? Or you shoot somebody. You know they don't have to die. But yeah, let's not. Let's not. Please. You know, we Please shoot center mass, <laughs> but any, anyways, yeah. Just in case, you know, look into that. Um, increase your income and focus on, you know, ways that you can, that you don't have to change your lifestyle and you can just, you know, live the life that you want, guys. Because at the end of the day, we got one life. You know, you got to live it to the fullest. And I thought he was gonna say YOLO. You know, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> say YOLO. So you know, don't be a brokey. Don't you know, live your life. As a regular person for the rest of your life, I like, agree, bro. I agree. You know, try and do something different. Try and be different. Um, so that's the, that's all I have. I hope. I, yes, sir. I hope that everyone you know learned something from this. Um, if if you weren't able to catch the whole episode, then tune in on Wednesday um, on Spotify. The episode yep. goes live. If not, then uh, tune in on YouTube and you can watch the whole video. Yep. Um, of the podcast and everything. Take notes if you have to, or you can just DM us on real effing talk. Um, or if, if you don't follow, um, my, my tax page, also follow us, uh, limitless asset management. Um, our Instagram is L a M underscore LLC. Follow us there. If you have any tax questions, um, if you need help, you know, trying to figure out how to save money on your taxes. If you make a lot of money, uh, or you're tired of paying a lot of money to the government, then hit me up and I will do the best that I can to help you. And like I said, if I can't help you, then I have other people that I work with that have a lot more experience than I do, uh, over 15 years of experience. So if that's the case, then I will partner up with 
uh, the people that I know, and we will try our best in order to help you out the best way that we can. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's all I got, bro. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. So tune in for the next episode. It's going to be very good. I think, what are we talking about the next episode? What is next I, episode? I think we're talking about dating. It's dating? I think we're talking about dating in the dating, next episode. Bro. Let me double check. Let me double check. I double think check it is there. Dating though, but I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about dating it in the dating. next episode. It is, is dating. dating. Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to talk about dating in the next episode. Well, that's going to be a good topic. I think that's going to be a great topic. That's going to be a bro. good topic. A lot of people don't know how to date. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, true. Yeah. A lot of guys, they, they need to figure shit out. And a lot of girls need to figure out also a lot of things. <laughs> I think they need so to figure out most of this we're shit. Gonna, we're going to talk about dating. Um, in the next episode where we're probably going to have some guests. I hope so. Right? We're probably going to have some guests in the next episode um, to let us know, you know, what their perspective on dating is. Um, you know, good experiences, bad experiences, everything all together. So hope to see you guys on the next episode, um, which is next Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday, live, 10 p.m. as usual, 10 p.m. Yes, sir. Uh, IG live, YouTube live. Um, you know, whatever, whatever questions you guys have, you can throw them in the chat and we will answer them. So sure. I'll see you guys next time on the next episode of Real, Real F and Talk. Talk. Dale guys, be safe, be safe. Have a good one. Uh,